Welcome to Console Cowboys. I'm your host, Casey. Uh, joining me in the studio today is Carlos. Of course I'm here. And Eric. Hello, everybody. Uh, today we're going to be talking about boomerang games. Ba- games that you just keep coming back to. Uh, we'll, get that, we'll get to that in a little bit later in the show. But first, Carlos, what have you been playing this week? Uh, a couple different things. Uh, I started playing a little Child of Light because I picked that up. And uh, it's interesting so far. Uh, I hear good things about the game. Uh, the combat, I was really hoping for maybe some, that was going to be like a Metroidvania combat, but it's like a turn-based uh, yeah. action time battle, yeah. kind of like. That a, That was the game that we talked about last week on the show, right? Uh, uh, a couple weeks ago, I think. Was that a couple weeks yeah, ago? Yeah, a couple weeks ago. Okay. Uh, another game I've been playing was, uh, two other games came out, uh, Daylight, which is only $10 on PS4, which is really nice. Okay. Which is a procedurally generated horror game. First person, uh, you wander around. You have your, you use your cell phone, and your cell phone is mapping uh, the creepy uh, asylum that you're in, and you're trying to get out of. And you have this creepy tattoo on your arm, and it's pretty uh, creepy, creepy. Actually, sounds very creepy. What? So wait, what? What is the creepy tattoo? Like, what does it do? Or is it just there? Okay, it's it's just there. It's all zig. It's basically starts. It doesn't match. It kind of the layout of everything, but it kind of as you get further, more and more like patches. All like you're kind of in a giant maze. So, so, so each your tattoo uh, becomes the map uh, to the maze. No, it's not, like it doesn't not to that maze. It's just like a creepy tattoo that is a maze. But uh, that just magically appeared there as you're like freaking out. Of course. Oh, okay, okay. Huh. And uh, you don't have any weapons to fight, of course, but you do have. Uh, Two items that you can pick up. That there's the uh, one of those uh, gl- a glow stick. Okay. You can carry a couple of those. That lets you. Uh, well, it provides more lighting than your cell phone. Yeah. And it also uh, highlights uh, items you can interact with and uh, open up. Also, the other item you can pick up is flares because there's ghosts in this asylum, and they will attack you. So if you light a flare, you can drive them off. Are they spooky ghosts? Yeah, actually, you you hear noises, and all of a sudden they'll pop up. What and if- unfortunately, like the like it, you for each level, uh, you try you have to find a key. So you go you it's different for each level. Uh, for the first time, first key I came across was a teddy bear, and then I had to make my way to I had at least found the exit, so I had to start running for the exit. Because when you're holding the key mm-hmm. in your hand, you can't light any torches. So if any ghosts like pop up, then you have to start running away the other direction. Oh. Is that before or after you shit your pants? I Both. have. <laughs> <laughs> but I did have an issue where uh, I had a... Because before you can even grab the key, you have to find a couple of different scraps of like... There's papers hanging around that are just like little notes, messages... Uh-huh. So you have to find enough of those, uh, like six at least. Uh, okay. And uh, once you find enough of those, then you can grab the key. Well, I got the key, but I hadn't found the exit yet. Oh. So I'm wandering around, wandering around, running everywhere because I don't have, I could could not find the exit for the life of me, and I have no protection from these ghosts. I was like, oh my god, oh my god, why? Do the ghosts stop if you look at them? No, because Mario ghosts no, do that. It's not ghosts like that. Stupid booze. Uh, booze. There was one other game I picked up, uh, Bound by Flame, because I really wanted some like sword and sorcery game. Because Witcher's not going to come out anytime soon. Or De- Neck, uh, that's this fall, isn't it? Witcher. 
I think so. Or is that is that or early is. 2015? I, I think they pushed it back from this fall. No. I think it's Dragon Age that's this Dragon year, Age is like this. You know what I still need to play? I mean, this is a little off topic, but not really. Uh, the the uh, prequel to the next Metal Gear Solid game. No, you don't need to play that. I think I do. That's that... $20 for a short game. So or it's, no, it's like more than twenty dollars. It's 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 like thirty bucks. Was that Revengeance? Or- I I don't remember what it's called, but I I feel like it would be fun to play. Give you a little taste of of What's what the full new? game's right. gonna be like. Well, well I, I started playing Bound by Flame, and I thought something's wrong here because like a, a the intro cinematic like seemed to take forever. Like the dialogue was like like there'd be like twenty seconds between each line of dialogue. And then once I got in the game, my character's like moving really slow. Like start talking to people, and each, a single conversation takes like, oh god, it was uh like five minutes for a sing- for a simple conversation because oh, they talk and then they pause for like thirty seconds. They're waiting for your response. No, no, because and then thirty seconds later, my character then responds. It was messed up, and then I realized I uh, I left the game because I I thought, what the fuck was ro- why would they release some yeah, shit like shitty. that. So I, I needed something to cool down, so I started up Lego, and Lego was the same way. So I was like, oh, all right, I'm going to restart my computer, my uh, PS4 then. And then that helped. Oh, then it, it was a PS4 issue. I didn't uh, play, uh, I didn't get much further in that game, though, because I it, that kind of uh, threw me off for a bit. Yeah. I played a little bit more. The combat is interesting, so oh, That's see. good, that's good. Eric, what have you been playing this week? Um, I've been playing a couple games too, like Carlos. Like one of them, uh, I've been playing uh, Gotham City Imposters, which is a goofy Batman shooter that's free to play. Yeah, I, Steam. you know, I, I I tried that when it was uh, when it was in like the the beta or whatever, and it it seemed like it was trying to be TF two, but not. I don't. TF two was better, and so I just never went back to it. Yeah, I I could see that. I, I mean, I th- I think it's got its own playstyle. I mean, it's a first person shooter. You know, there's not tons of differences between them, but I like the goofiness of it, and there's yeah. a lot of customization and things like that. Which, yeah, like which that that, that was nice. the part that was cool. Like you could like customize your weapons. And oh yeah, stuff like oh, yeah. that. So everything you can put like four different mods on it, and then make your own. You know, the way that your your character looks on both sides. Mm-hmm. Whether you're playing as Batman's or Jokers, and it's got a lot of goofy humor in it, and I guess cool. just not enough hats for me. I think. Yeah, maybe that's what it is. <laughs> well, the hats only come in two varieties: uh, Batman uh, cowls and Joker uh, hairdo. Uh, see, I, I need, I need, I need more, I need more hats than that. <laughs> like, oh, if you're a Joker, you obviously have some sort, have to have some sort of rockabilly. Yeah, it's a, a pompadour. Yeah, that's oh, what it boy. is. Yeah. <laughs> that's pompadours. A pompadour. Very cool. What else have you been playing? Um, I, I got uh, Lego Marvel superheroes. For awesome. I, I hear good things about Dude, it's, that. It's, it's fun. incredibly fun, and it, and it uh, despite my computer like getting up there, it runs beautifully, and it, yeah. it looks really good. Lego games are some of the most entertaining Th- things they are. ever. I mean, it's, it's, they're just, just fantastically fun. Yeah, it's just simple, mindless fun. Like, there's yeah, not much, you just you just kind of boot it up and go. Yeah, pretty there's much. Not pretty much, and there's not tons, much and tons. To of, pretty much every Marvel character you can think of. At least you know the more mainstream ones are in. There, yeah, so you have a lot of options of what you're doing. Right? It came cool. around. Owned, uh, it came out around the time of Thor two or something. So it has some of the one of the DLC packs was the, yeah. like Sith and oh okay characters. that's pretty cool yep. that's very cool. Um, I have been playing a lot of Titanfall again, a lot. Uh, it's been, the weather's been, 
iffy today, and I just haven't felt like going outside and running, so I've been right. riding my bike and playing Titanfall. <laughs> and <laughs> That's cool. It's it's fantastic, and I love that game so much. It's so good. Uh, I really like, I, It's going to get to the point soon, though, where I'm going to need like a new map pack or new game types or something because I've just... I've been playing it so much. Yeah, there's got to be something coming but, out for it. Soon, but it, huh? it hasn't gotten stale yet, so that's good. I'm I'm holding on that. Granted, it's only been what three months. Been, yeah, I've been about three months. Three months, so it shouldn't get stale. And then maybe you need to mix up the your game style a little bit. Maybe you start role playing yourself as a dinosaur, just wander around the battlefield yelling like roaring and just into the microphone, just roar yeah. in my giant titan, just roar. Yeah. That would actually be kind of cool. See if you get any Xbox messages asking if you're like a mentally challenged or something. <laughs> I think he's retarded or something. Roar! I, I just I I don't actually talk to my team ever. I only talk in like roars and growls, <laughs> grunts. Just roar! <laughs> that would be the coolest. That could be fun. I might have to try that later. <laughs> I would I would play on your team if that happened. Uh, the other game, which kind of uh, builds into our topic a little bit, but I don't want, quite want to get in the topic yet, but I, I came back to Payday 2 recently. And by recently, I mean this afternoon for reasons that I can't really explain. Yes, I can sniper rifles. And it has been delightful. Just absolutely delightful. Oh, yeah? They added sniper rifles, Carlos. And sniper perches. Like, you can buy a vantage point, and then your then like your team can climb up on the, like, on the bank. Uh, the vantage point is on top of one of the buildings across from the bank. And then there's a zip line that goes uh, from there to the, to the roof. And, like, you can grab the bat. You can, like, carry the money bags and go back across the zip line. Oh, yeah. And so if, if the van is in that in that alley, you can just stand, like, you can just zip, zip line across with the bag and drop it right into the van. Oh, boy. From the roof. It's fantastic. It's a lot of fun. Adds, adds a slightly new element because now you can have somebody up there uh, spotting stuff and just giving some ground cover, which is pretty cool. That's nice. Yeah. Definitely going to have to check that out. Were the sni- uh, sniper rifles? Is it a paid DLC? It is. It, it is, is paid DLC, um, which I guess is the only bad part. I also bought the last one. The uh, I bought them both today because I was like, well, if I'm going to play again, I should have all the DLCs. Yeah. What What was the? the uh, it was the like the courier pack. Oh yeah. Okay. That's where right. you could With pick all the up mods and where, stuff. where you could pick right. up uh, boxes that have mods in them. Uh, yeah, so... What else comes with the sniper rifles? Is it? Uh, it's just sniper rifles, and you get, uh, new masks, like a bunch of, like, bug masks. Like, there's a, there's, like, a fly. I, I got that one, because I, I got Lord of the Flies, the achievement. Like, all the, all the new masks are unlocked via achievement, which is pretty cool. That's cool, too. And a lot of the sniper-only mods are also unlocked via achievement. So, like... The one I was to work for. Yeah, well, and, and the the one I was trying to get this afternoon is uh, there's the the silencer for one of the for the weakest of the sniper rifles. Uh, you have to get twenty five double kills with the sniper rifle. Damn. Yeah. So I was I was running around trying to do that this afternoon, but that's uh, a, that actually just sounds like fun. It is. It is. <laughs> it it's actually a lot of fun. So just something new to do. Um. Yeah. Besides that, I haven't been really playing much. Been busy. Yep. Been busy. So, 
I, I this isn't really a news story, but I want to talk about it because I just found out about it today or yesterday. Yesterday, um, you guys know what a game jam is, right? Uh huh. Okay, Carlos, do you know what a game jam is? Yeah. Okay. Uh, did you guys hear about the the? Uh, oh, it was called like the game jam, like game underscore jam. Uh huh. So it's uh, like a space jam. Yes. So have- you you guys you guys know about the company Polaris, right? I've heard like the the YouTube channel, yeah. Polaris. Oh, I, oh, I thought you were talking about uh, no, not no, the ATV, not, not the not the ATV, the media company Polaris. Uh, they're they're owned by a larger corporation called Maker, and they decided that they want to put wanted to do a game jam and then film it like, kind of like a reality TV show to kind of bring these indie developers into the forefront, right? Uh, just kind of you know showcase it a little bit, release it on YouTube and. Whatnot. So they dumped about half a million dollars into this project. It was supposed to be a four-day event, and it only lasted a day before all the developers walked away. Huh. Wow. Uh, so basically what happened is they got all these big sponsorships, and the biggest one was Pepsi. And the guy that they had uh, directing and, I guess, hosting this thing was was just such a dick. Like, he kept... Uh, there, there were two female game developers there, two out of the twenty-some contestants uh-huh. or whatever. One of them was a team leader, and the other one was just on the team. And like they, all these developers and stuff are friends and stuff from real life. And this guy kept trying to draw drum up drama, and was just being a dick to these developers. And uh, started going around and saying, so, or, so there were four teams. Two of them had girls on them, and the other two didn't. So he asked the teams that didn't have uh, girls on them, do you think that the other teams are at a disadvantage because they have girls on their team? What an idiot. <laughs> what a fucking dick. Wow. And so like those guys were just like, yeah, we're not touching that one. Yeah, like, and then uh, he goes to the one team. He's like, so because you have the pretty girl on your team, are are you guys at a disadvantage? And the guy's just like, whoa, what? And the girl just like got all up in his grill and just, and then the other one did the same. And so they, they just fucking, they walked. Wow. They walked and they just lost half a million dollars. That sucks. Like go, uh, there's, there's a really good, uh, article on it, um, called, uh, how the most expensive game jam in history crashed and burned in a single day. <laughs> uh, written by Jared Rosen. It's it's on uh, IndieStatic.com. Uh, just just Google uh, game jam debacle, and you'll find it. It's a really interesting read. That sounds sounds pretty cool. It's I I highly recommend it, and it's just it shows how one moron can fuck something up that right. could have been really good for the indie game industry. Right. Oh yeah, could have could have been huge. It w- I mean, it really would have been. Think it would have all the people that like to watch, you know, gaming uh, streams and you know, yeah. That well, kind of and stuff, they would. They well, would and it wasn't just up. developers; it was developers and YouTube personalities, and so like they were trying to do like a, some sort of crossover thing and just huh. bring more people into the fold. And I think it would have been fantastic. Yeah. It would it would it would have been fun to watch and done right. I think it would have sparked a lot of interest in in the indie market, right? Hopefully they fired that host directly. Oh, they no, they did. And like, so the first thing that they did is they fired them and then they tried to get the devs to come back. And the devs were like, no, you, there's no trust here anymore. So, well, maybe we'll try it again in the future, but we're done. Yeah. That sucks. Which is, it's ridiculous. Like, half a million dollars just flushed like that. Why did they, 
Why did it cost half a million dollars though? Because big productions like like they they built this huge set oh. uh, and. Like there was All just, the equipment, yeah. you know. Well, plus sure they wouldn't let them drink anything other than Mountain Dew on the set. Oh God! Yeah, no coffee, no water, just Mountain just Dew only. Because the, the Pepsi guy was like, "Only Mountain Dew, only, only Mountain, Mountain Dew." Because gamers love Mountain Dew. Yeah, and the prizes were absolute shit. Yeah. Like one of them, or like the grand prize was a year's supply of Mountain Dew. Ugh, that's the grand that that was the grand prize. Wow, that sounds more like a consolation. You know, right? here you go. I would have loved that prize in high school. Yeah, but... here's diabetes. Right, <laughs> they might as well just inject you. Oh, and diabetes. and a uh, and a ticket to the Microsoft Developers Conference, uh, which all of these developers were already going to. Right, <laughs> it's pretty lame. Yeah, so yeah, let's give them something they already have yeah. or can get with a single phone call, and uh, it's just. It was it was just something I read and I had to share because it just baffled my mind so much. Um, other than that, uh, some releases this week. Peggle Two finally made it to the 360. Yay. If you have a 360 and I and you've never played Peggle, pick it up. Yeah, there's... Peggle is an amazingly fun game. Uh, fun for the whole family. Ha! It's a great game just to play for five minutes or get lost in for hours. For hours. And it's just it, like the noises yeah. and <laughs> yeah. the, the sense of like satisfaction after you clear a level is just phenomenal. Or when you shoot like the perfect ball and you just bounce it everywhere and it just yeah. takes out three quarters of the screen. It's just great. Um, let's see. Tesla Effect, a Tex Murphy adventure, came out for PC this week. I have no idea what that is. but uh, I think that's an adventure game, Tex okay. Murphy. That's kind of surprising. That's right, an uh, old IP there. Yeah. Uh, Bound by Flame came out. Uh, it's My thing says to, or, uh, May 9th. Carlos apparently got it on May 7th. I don't know how these crazy things happen. Yeah, somebody lied to me somewhere. How is it, Carla? I know you talked about it a little bit. You want to? It's uh, it's no Dark Souls. Like the combat, I like I'm playing on a higher difficulty because I have played Dark Souls, mm-hmm. and uh, instead of making it, uh, it's just like all, all it does is give the enemies like a shit ton more health. Oh, okay. So, but it's a uh, it's interesting so far. I'll I'll probably talk more about it next week when I have more time under my belt. Okay. Oh, excuse me. Bless you. All right. Uh, then I guess let's get right into our topic. So the topic this week is Boomerang games. Games that you just keep coming back to. Um, first of all, I mean, we all have these. Some of them were, I mean, are guilty pleasures, let's be honest. Some of them got our claws into us once, and we just feel the urge every once in a mm-hmm. while to go back and just see how it's going. Sometimes we go back for a day, and that's about it. That's sometimes, sometimes we're back for weeks. Carlos, what is your boomerang game? Uh, well, like there's a couple different ones I touch on. Like, honestly, every once in a while, I'll plug in an old Xbox, play some Jet Set Radio Future, or something like that. But the biggest one would have to be Skyrim. Just yeah. that game just really draws me in. What What about it draws you in? There's just so much to do. Even though I've done a lot of it already, like it's still. So if you make a new character, you go rush in there and like, oh, this is as fun as I remember it was. Mm-hmm. It just it keeps that uh, sense of fun that it had the first time around, and it's, it's actually uh, 
like if you pop up the difficulty or like depending on your your uh, play style, it can be difficult. Like I don't even run around with magic swords. I just craft a badass sword just to skip all the enchantments mm-hmm. on it and just they go get to town. To, it gets too cheesy sometimes if you have enchantments. Just it's, yeah, one it's, shot everything. I, it's way more fun if it's, I have to actually like pay attention yeah, to combat. Fight, yeah, hell yeah. And just I don't know. It's fun. All right. Yeah. Uh, uh, it's such a huge world to explore, and all like I haven't done every single dungeon, so I'll touch on like some dungeons. All that, like the one of the first dungeons I go in is uh is the one that has the Dragonstone tablet and like has the, your first uh, dragon word in there. The, the I, I always go there before I even go the before I even start the main quest. So by the I time do, I, start, I do too. So every time I start to every time I start the main quest, like Farangar is like. Oh, you already have the Dragonstone. Maybe you're not as shitty as I thought. Yeah, yeah. it's fun. <laughs> that guy's such a, a jerk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Eric, what about you? What's your boomerang game um, or games? Maybe not necessarily just one game, but uh, Dungeons and Dragon games. Like, I have pretty much the entire collection. Yeah. And I can always go back to, like, Baldur's Gate or uh, uh, Demon's, uh, Demon Stone or anything like that. I don't know. I just love. D&D games. I've always loved games where you make your own character, basically, you know, a lot of customization yep. and stuff like that. And I'm a sucker for that kind of stuff. So, uh, D&D games, man. Oh, yeah. Always bring me back. Yeah. Like, that was actually the cool thing about Isomdale is you can make a whole fucking party mm-hmm. of people. I know, dude. But um, it didn't have the uh, intimus that intimus that uh, Baldur's Gate had right, for making yeah, one character. Right. Well, yeah, I mean, like, uh, Icewind Dale is more about, like, the action, whereas Baldur's Gate is really about like the character development and I mean the it, story and the yeah. party and- I, I mean using uh, there's what maybe like 10 NPC members you can get in, in Baldur's Gate um, at least in the second one and they all interact differently so it's like playing the game a, a different time using different characters it it almost creates a different game yeah you know like the story that you know you're trying to complete is the same but all the interactions and the you know, quests that you get with these characters they're different every time so you included a uh, demon stone as uh, one of those do you go, you go to back to that one every once in a while yeah even though it's kind of shitty uh it's just fun i i i just like the hack and slash of it you know it's pretty neat uh, like that was the thing when i started that one like i i probably sold that one ages ago like i never got very far in it but uh what I really, I was hoping for another Boulder's Gate Dark Alliance. Yeah, uh, that that's what I really wanted too, because Dark Alliance is is the yeah. tits. Like that was that basically slash. was a a Boulder's Gate game kind of, except like it was D and D game. You make had your uh, Dungeon Dare, Dungeons and Dragons character, but it played like a Diablo. Yeah. Oh mm-hmm. yeah. You had your magic weapons and your attack abilities and your mana bar and. Yeah, me and my ex-girlfriend spent many hours getting high and playing that one. <laughs> oh, and then the, the, right sequel, the sequel improved on it a lot. Yeah. Yeah, I remember playing the second one. The second one I bought at a at a flea market, I, and I'm pretty sure that it was an illegal uh, bird copy. Because <laughs> it had like a, a, like, you know, a PC printed cover. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But it was like five bucks. So I was like, hell yeah. And it worked. I mean, yeah. I don't care. <laughs> and that... And I have to say, like, it was nice because it added prestige classes, so mm-hmm. you, you uh, unlocked it with your, like, playing the necromancer, all of a sudden becomes something else, or... Yeah, the, uh, the uh, oh, what do they call this? A dreadlord or something like that. Something like that. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, it was, like, a black... Like, I really wish that they'd bring back more games of that I, style. I really, I, I really hope so, too, man. Just those hack and slash, like, throw a ton of monsters at me, 
uh, kind of like make got, it bloody. I suppose it's like kind of, it was gauntlet, kind of like gauntlet, gauntlet. Yeah. Except like deeper. Fantastic. It was actually it was deeper than like gauntlet. So. Yeah, but gauntlet is one of those games where it doesn't need to be deep. Nope. That that's one where you you all sit in front of the same TV, you and three buddies, a few beers in front of you, and you just you just hit A and run around and collect shit for a <laughs> yeah, while. Yeah, pretty much. You know, I think I can remember just how, like because uh, gold will drop and then like you'd run around and pick it up. I can remember how it's like it was like slightly different than the sound of Diablo Three's gold. I can like almost picture it in my mind. Actually, just how it sounded that that would be a fun like live stream of just you know BNS playing Gauntlet Legends for a night. That would be fun. That'd be a, a fun blast. Um, Plus, I always liked when the announcer says, "You know, warrior needs food. <laughs> Valkyrie needs sustenance," and you're Ooh, like, "Oh my. shit, I'm about to die." Because sometimes you're not paying attention to your health. Yeah, no, you're not. You're just running around killing stuff. And I remember playing it in the arcade um, when I was a real little kid. And, like, you, the more quarters you put in, the more life you got. Because, like, I mean, they didn't want you sitting on the machine for, like, hours at a time. So, you know, you'd start off with your health and and it would tick down as you played. And you just feed quarters into it to keep yourself healed. That one really was a, a... a quarter gobbler. Oh yeah, are you talking oh, about like the original gobbler? Yeah, oh yeah, the arcade. Version. Although I've played like that on, like I had it on a console, like a, a collection of uh, games, mm-hmm. and it was a blast. Oh yeah, it's it's been on- those gauntlet games are so much fun. Oh, yeah, they. I mean, they hit pay dirt with those. Just great games. Genius idea. Um, I guess I've I have a few boomerang games. Um, first. Bioware games. I keep going back and replaying them every once in a while. I'm just I just get that itch. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it is. I know the story. I know all the plot twists, but they're just so much fun to play yep. and just run through. Big fan of Bioware and Black Isle. Yeah. Um, and then Payday Two. I don't know what it is about that stupid game, but every time they release, just <laughs> they, they like they they make me so angry, and then they give me something like sniper rifles or grenades or <laughs> just or just masks. just enough to make me come back. TF Two is the same stupid way. Like I love that game, but I'll, I'll go and I'll go and burst where I'll play it so much, and then I'll wait, and there'll be some sort of update with a bunch of new hats, and I'm like. I need all of those hats. I'm gonna go and get a hat. <laughs> uh, and Lord of the Rings Online was that way for the longest time for me. I think I think that one is because I have so many good memories associated mm-hmm. with that game right. that I go back and try to recapture them. And but that's one where I'll, I'll reinstall it, play for about a day, and be like, "Yeah, the magic is gone. The magic is gone. Don't know why, but it's just gone." It still has held up pretty well, though. Yeah. I mean, still a gorgeous game. Yeah. So why why do you think some of these games have this boomerang effect for people, where they're just like, do you think it's the the uh, like the state of mind they were in the first time they played it? Do you think it's um, like the developers releasing some little nugget, or is it just some of them are so massive you just can't do it in one playthrough? Uh, I think that like depends on the game. Like different games draw you in for different reasons. Like okay. it doesn't even have like some of them. Like Gauntlet draws you in for a completely different reason than Skyrim. Like Gauntlet will yeah. draw you in because like hey, like the, you're pl- running around killing shit and that's fun. Like uh, Skyrim will draw you in because it's a massive world. Well, you're also killing shit and having fun. But yeah. Well, but do you think I think like but, something like Gauntlet might be more nostalgia than the actual oh. gameplay itself. Uh yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah, that's definitely got it. It's got something to do with. I mean, it. let's be honest. Like w- the newer gauntlets never did very well compared no. to uh, the old school yeah. stuff. Nope. 
Yeah, I, th- I think just uh, a lot of the times it really just depends on the game and the person at the time, you know, because there's some that I do boot up. Like uh, I had Diablo 2 on that list for quite a long time. And I, I remember, you know, when I was in high school working at, at Papa John's and I would be so excited just to come home and play Diablo for like yeah. hours. You know? And then you boot it up and, and you kind of get reclaim and, yeah, that feeling. Get a little, a little bit. bit of that feeling back and then it's just gone. Yeah. <laughs> Although I have to say, uh, Path of Exile really matched the t- the feel of Diablo too. Yeah, they did quite well, and there's a new uh, update coming out for that one. Too. I, I, I think it already came out. Did it already come out? Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. I just yeah, um, and I I think it's a little bit of all of them. Like there's just there there's certain reasons for for all of it. I mean, some we go back for nostalgia, some we go back because developers like, hey, new shiny thing. Take this. Yeah, give us $5 and come play again. <laughs> Fine. Take it, yeah, take, stupid take dummies. My, take my money. And you see, that was the nice thing about Skyrim is because I have it on PC, I can always come back to it with more stuff because yeah. I have mods right. available to me. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, I think that's that about wraps it up, unless you guys have anything else to say on the subject. Just a uh, great game will keep me back coming back. That's about it. You know, I... I I think every game that I've owned that I consider a good one, I've played numerous occasions yeah. at many different times. It's kind of sad, though. Sometimes some of those games will be ones that you stop coming back to. Like, I don't play Pokemon Red anywhere near as much as I used to. No. no. Or some of those other sort of games. So, Still never played Pokemon. I, you know, and I don't know if you ever will because you mi- you missed it. Yep. Like I don't think if if I hadn't played it when I was younger, I wouldn't come back. I wouldn't play it. Can't be that. I don't know. Like it does have some fun stuff though. Some fun it, elements. It's I might, it might not draw you in as much. Nostalgia though. is the big thing for me for with Pokemon. Like it's it's all about the nostalgia factor. All right. Um. Well, that kind of wraps up our discussion here tonight. Uh. If you enjoyed this episode or really any of the shows that we do here on Blinded Studios, uh, or here at Blinded Studios, rather, uh, please go to our Patreon page. Uh, Patreon is like a virtual tip jar where you guys can show your support in a monetary fashion for us and just help us keep bringing you better content. And in return, we can give you a few little perks and stuff that that's eh, just a little our way of saying thank you for your support. Uh, you can find that at patreon.com slash blindedstudios, or you can uh, go to our homepage at blindedstudios.com, and there's a link at the top of the page. Go on there. Every dollar helps, and thank you. Uh, if you if you have any feedback or anything like that, go ahead and send that to feedback at blindedstudios.com, or find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash blindedstudios, and you can follow us on Twitter at blind underscore ninja. And I'll see you guys next week. Peace.